0: what is up what is up what is up pml it is your boy is nefarious here and i'm here for another edition of your favorite series here we go the oh shit this is the wrong this ain't the right right recording sorry uh we are here for <laughs> scheming it up uh the new podcast talking about schemes um this is our third episode right dloid uh yeah yeah it is so we're on a third episode we're on our second new co-host to the to the show. <laughs> we'll get to in a second. Uh That might be a representation of you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be a representation of the, the captain that runs the ship. Uh but we got we got Deloitte in the building. D Lloyd say hello to the people.
1: <laughs> What's going on, PML fam? Uh, it's your boy Deloitte. We are back, episode three. Um, a non-toxic episode. So I'm excited for this one, man. Episode was two wasn't not- toxic neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It no, was very, no, no, very no, no. fun. You,
0: yeah, it was a good episode. You 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 were about to get dive into some schemes. We're gonna let you do that today. I know you were you were itching to tell the backstory to somebody's schemes and your thoughts on some of these schemes. So we're gonna let you dive into that a little bit today. We also got another football mind, somebody that has some football background in his young career. Uh, we got our boy Wimmy with us. Wimmy's gonna be a new co host with us. Wimmy, say hello to the people.
2: Yo, what's up, PML? It's uh, it's good to be here. I appreciate the, the invite. I think uh, I had some plans for episode two that I was unable to
0: get. Uh, yeah, in. shit faced is not a plan, sir. That is not a plan. <laughs> that is not a plan. Uh, I mean, he's playing. like, yo, what's your, what's, it, what's your, your plan? Bro, what do you have plans for tomorrow to be drunk off my ass? I don't even care what it is, what I'm doing. I just, I'll, be in, I'll be at home in bed, bro, as long as I'm drunk I, yeah, off my no, ass. No, I, think
2: my, I think my exact words were I, were, I was going to be violently hungover. So that was the reason I, I was not going to be able to make it. But, uh, yeah, no, glad to be here. and uh, let's, uh, we'll, see, we'll see how it works. Hopefully uh, we won't need a, a third new co-host in four episodes.
0: Well, this is your trial sir so we'll see how you do okay.
2: Okay. we're
1: we're still forming the union so he can't
0: just fire you don't worry yeah. we'll, have <laughs> we'll have it set up yeah I, I won't fire you but i'll just change the time of the show um <laughs> but... toxic. sorry toxic, that was bro. that was toxic that was toxic sorry um uh, it's it's uh but we're here we're here to talk teams. uh if you didn't listen to last show just run down last show we went over the different schemes that there are in offense and defense in real life and you know how they're also in madden um we really didn't go into defensive schemes too much because uh, you know defense is kind of a bad thing you got the pete carroll schemes uh 3-4 legion of boom uh you know, not 3-4 defense, but 4-3 defense with uh, yeah. uh, a cover-3 three, three shell. Cover-3. Cover yeah. 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 yeah, it's a cover-3 shell. And people like, oh, they just call it cover-3. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot to it. We'll break that yeah, down. It was, yeah, we'll break that <laughs> down. We'll get into that. But uh, we're going to stick with the offensive side. Uh, <laughs> That's ours. my forte, baby. All about the offense. Uh, so we <laughs> will stick with the offensive side. And I know d loy has been waiting for today. d we we need to know what the running-to-do is. And how can uh, you make it work in PML? It didn't work in PML, but how can you make it work in PML for somebody that has more stick skill than you? Look,
1: man, so the run and shoot, man, where, where do I start with the run and shoot? It's a legendary offense, a very old school, legendary offense that has been modernized just a tad bit, a tad bit. Um, but essentially, the, the run and shoot in a nutshell is four or five wide receivers. At all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. thought process was, which originally came about it was uh, Coach Jung, who was at um, Portland State and at Hawaii, they could not recruit, obviously, the 6'4", 6'2", <laughs> wide receivers that could jump out the gym and, and go crazy. So they're like, how could we be effective, you know what I mean, in an offense where, where we can't get the top athletes? And they decided to get the smartest receivers that they could find who could just catch and that's pretty much where it kind of was born in a nutshell, like really quick about it. Um, and it became a, if we could spread everybody out, we can make the final decision so, and the defense is always wrong. The exact phrase was, we'll have the chalk last. And that's how you know it was an old offense when they're talking about chalk. Uh, so I, <laughs> we'll I, I got a yeah.
0: question. Indeed. So you brought up mm-hmm. smart wide, wide receivers in a run and shoot offense. Yeah. So – Basically, because it's a lot of options, right, in the run and shoot. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a, a wide receiver that could read the coverage just as well as the quarterback, and kind of be on the same page as your quarterback. Yeah, because yeah, you if you're all if you're not on the same page, like this is a really intricate offense. If you're not on the same page with your quarterback, it, things can go horribly wrong. Horribly yeah. wrong. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a
1: thinking man's offense. And that's why they need a smart wide receivers and a quarterback that, you know, th- there's other ways to get around it because you don't run a lot of plays. So it's not like, you know, you have 50, 60 plays you have to memorize. Like you have 15 to 20 plays <laughs> like in the entire book, you know what I mean? But every play has different variations based on what you're going to see. Different coaches teach it different ways. Some of them want you to run a certain route based off of, you know, what coverage you think you're looking at, or what shell you think it is before snap? Most of them are going to just tell you read one guy or read this guy, and based off what he kind of does, you know, you're going to run here or you're going to run here. So, I mean, there's ways to simplify it. Um, Madden, unfortunately, you know, so it, that doesn't that's matter. how
0: yeah. I, I was going to ask you how does mm-hmm. how does it work in Madden
1: compared so, to like real life? It's different. A couple of like the myths. So in Madden, the difficult part of that is it's all predetermined. So. Oh, I thought awareness will play a factor. Awareness does not matter on the wide receivers um, thing. Um, So it's predetermined based off of the defense and what the defense is when you snap the ball. Um, But it does not account for the user. Uh, so that's what, that's one way it could be stopped um, because you could run in one spot or leave a spot wide open. And if the game decided when you snap the ball that, you know, the guy was supposed to drop back in the zone, even though you moved him out the way, he's not going to run in the middle of the field or wherever the open zone is. Uh, <laughs> so that is a way that it could be defended against, but um, no, it's, it's, you know, for I can't get mad. Cause you have to program it certain ways. You know what I mean? So from a game's perspective, I mean, I'm sure they haven't touched that playbook in like eight years, but um, that's pretty much how how that works
2: in Madden. So yeah, yeah. So so you you have like you have a ton of options in like the run and shoot, and I feel like it's probably yeah. most prominent in the run and shoot. Like like yeah, certain other playbooks. Air air raid offenses have, a- like a- a- two, a- a- like have adopted
1: a lot of the option, but that's working. That,
2: that's what I was gonna say. Was like I feel like um and you know in today's NFL you, how how many times do you see you know quarterback throw the ball 25 yards down the field but the wide receiver didn't outrun
1: uh, yeah <laughs> yeah
2: so it's like it's kind of like that where it's it's a little more it's almost like a little more realistic where like mm-hmm. like we we see some of these plays in the NFL and it's like oh that was like a good scheme but like How how often do we really realize, like, or really understand, like, hey, that that was something the wide receiver and the quarterback were on the same page about, Mm -hmm. and like it it was an option route, and it just happened to be executed correctly. Uh, Unlike when we see him throw the ball, and it's like, it's like, oh, they, yeah, yeah, I mean, the 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 fan doesn't think
1: about it until he have one of those situations, like where the ball just sailing twenty yards. You're like, where was he throwing the ball? But really, right. the receiver messed up or it was just a miscommunication or they had two different ideas. Um, and you see it a lot now because, like I said, the air raid is very prevalent in the NFL um, now. And a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, they take a lot of concepts from the run shoot. So um, you do t- see elements of that, you know, going into real, real football. I'm not sure if you see it too much, you know, in your standard, you know, West Coast, wide zone type of offenses. But um, you definitely do see it in, in the air raid for sure. So uh, just elements. Uh, Isn't that as crazy? They're gonna have more than, you know, a couple run plays and we're never gonna call a run play
0: in that type of philosophy but They do take from it. So I got I got a I got a question for you, Deloitte, when it comes to the yeah. run and shoot uh related to PML. So you're the owner of a team. you well, you're gonna be an owner of a team. You have to choose one team to be the owner. You 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 want the run and shoot to be your offense. You have to All pick right. one team, uh pick three teams. That would be in the final uh, call for who you would take to run a run and shoot offense. And also, you have to get an uh, offensive coordinator that you could uh, have on the sticks running that run and shoot offense. Pick three users, pick three teams in which you think the run and shoot would be able to be effective with.
1: Uh, I mean, teams right away. You go to the the Ravens and you go to the Chiefs. Um, you have mm-hmm. two quarterbacks that can that can make plays with their legs, um, especially mm-hmm. with you know the quarterback read option being a big part of that running game. Um, but you have speed, and that is the in the off, in the offense where receivers height does not matter, uh, catching really don't even matter. It's speed and catching traffic. That's that's the main thing. You know what I mean? You hope you can make mm-hmm. a wide open catch. So those teams have those. So I think you'll put those teams in there right away. Um, What's wouldn't I wouldn't would mind the Dolphins, bro. I think the Dolphins could be solid mm-hmm. uh, with the run and shoot. And then as for users um, in PML that could run it, uh, I think T-Bandit will be really good with it. Um, I like that one. I like that one. I, I mean, I think KMFO will be really good at it because he, yeah, he's yeah. very good at both knowing. Yeah, yeah, they're both quarterbacks. They know what, kind of what's happening um, beforehand. I um, think Mo could
0: run any offense, so let's keep Mo out of this this discussion. Just for, <laughs> Mo you made know, the offense. Oh just... uh, no, but uh, the what's third up, team.
1: This... Go ahead.
2: Well, no, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. So I'll bring up a question.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a third team. I think could run it pretty well. Um,
0: it's tough after T. Band and KMFo. Who's another pure? I think, like, now I would pastor?
1: say I would say CEO.
0: I think CEO on the low could run it.
1: Um, because he's he's That's solid with his pass. He's very he's very methodical with how he plays. Um, so I could see him because you know when you snap it and you're looking like the way I kind mm-hmm. of went. It was like one if one one to two two to three like one and if I was like check like the light was green I would throw it then I'll look at two. If it was green, I would throw. You know what I mean? Like, basically, that's how I look. And after I get to my third one, if it wasn't there, I'm running or I'm trying to throw the ball away or I'm doing something stupid, like I wanted to pick at that point. Like, nothing good ever happens after three. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like for him, you know, running stick routes and things like that, that we see him run, he'll be really good with it. Because a misconception about the run and shoot is the run and shoot is not a deep – it's not a vertical progress. Like, a lot of the reads are opposite. A lot of them are low to high. Yeah. So you're going to look at the first check. Like, if you could get three, four yards, like, a lot of the philosophy isn't so much because you don't look at one receiver. You don't care who catches the ball. It's, okay, I have four playmakers. Who says that I need to spread the ball out between my running back when I could spread it out between my players? I don't care if you're a running back, receiver, tight end, whatever. I just need to give my, my players the ball. So literally, it's who can I get the ball to as fast as possible quick? Yeah, And that's how it'll go. And then typically the, the deep shots will come when people come up or, you know, you looked at the pitch that wasn't there. You looked at the out, that wasn't there. Then you looked at the post or you looked at the wheel that he happens to be there. And then now that's when the deep shot will kind of come.
0: So, so it, I feel it's like more CEO, like
1: West Coast philosophy with the yeah, running. Yeah. It's not a deep. And now that I'm not running, I could really say it's not a deep passing game at all. You know what I mean? Um, And see that play, you will kind of see. Well, no, because Darnell Moss will—he will get a lot of little out routes, a lot of little hitches, a lot of you know what I mean. But then there is a lot of wheel routes, and the wheel routes are your secondary. So you'll have like a smash concept on the right, and then you'll have your check down, and then you have a wheel on the backside, and that's literally like your last. Like you're looking at that hitch first, because you want everybody to back up. Like the the whole point, like y'all back up, so I could throw this five yards to this hitch. And that's kind of like how my philosophy with it was. Like, it wasn't to take any shots deep at all. You know what I mean? Now, I will if you came up. And then teams that like, it's basically pick your poison. And that's a good part about it, right? Because teams will decide. they, You're going to see different styles. You're going to see the team that's going to blitz, go crazy blitzing, right? And then you want to get rid of it quick. Then you're going to see teams that's going to drop everybody back in coverage or they're going to drop back in zone. And then that is. You're gonna just eat them up alive, and I told you before, like the kryptonite of the run and shoot is if you have really good lockdown corners and you man up, there's nothing you can do. That's the kryptonite of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't want nobody to know when you're running it at the time. But I told you, I'm like, bro, play a team with yeah. good corners, ain't nothing you could do. You know
0: what, what I mean. So, talking on that, Z uh, Z said he's taking notes. Shout out to Z for listening in. Uh, but he he retired the run and shoot. Sorry. He, it's all it's all done. Run and shoot is gone. <laughs> he he, yeah. he, he yeah, cried run, a little bit. Gone, he finally he, he finally got rid of it.
1: shits here when I switched my philosophy and the uh I was like man so <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun though it's it's a really good playbook and I think it's a really good playbook in leagues where people aren't watching film or, like, head-to-head head where you're just playing the guy one time. Um, but when you go 10-minute quarters yeah, um, and you have leagues where people want to watch film, you can't, it's hard to close because your playbook is so limited. And that's where yeah. the problem is, and that's right. where, you know, fourth quarters, bro, like, literally, the coaching suggestions, and I think I took a picture a couple times, you'll just scroll through, and there'll be nothing but half-back dive. Just halfback. Yeah, like, you, you that's all you today. You, right. You ran yeah. into that issue <laughs> right? a lot. Like, in you know, fourth quarter, if you look at my games, a lot of my games were close. In the fourth quarter, you just it's just you run out of stuff to really do. You're not surprising anybody. And then at the same time, it's like. How many times can I run halfback dive with only four blockers? I mean, five blockers is you don't have a, you know, a tight end.
0: A full back, so I'm running
1: that. half-back dive, and, and, you know, they got five in the box, six in the box, sometimes eight in the box in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and it's like, bro, like, there's four free defenders. I can't do nothing with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you run into those issues. And I think so, that's so a so problem a, in real life, too.
2: <laughs> I am a proposition. What if you uh, – I actually don't know the answer to this question, but, uh, you know, when you go in to make a custom playbook and yeah, – That's the you, you, annoying you, you,
1: part. Those Can plays are no. Those plays are only they're exclusive to the run and shoot, and that's the annoying part. Yeah. If I could go in and just pick elements from that and then take it right. and put it into a more no, and that's why I was super. Cause you know you don't want to talk about your secrets all the time, but I was super open about what I was gonna run because if you wanted to copy what I was gonna do, you had to be in the run and shoot playbook. Yeah.
2: You
1: know I mean? <laughs> like literally, the plays are RNS this, RNS that. Like it's lit, like 60 slide, you can't find 60 slide anywhere. That's only in run and yeah. shoot, and I love that play. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, it, it just gets you run into those limitations, and then you know. When you're throwing the ball 40 times, it's too with the skill level that we have here. I mean, you're going to throw a pick, like you know what I mean. Like it's going to happen, like to the best players in any offense. You know what I mean, especially now when you're thrown in situations and then in the fourth quarters. I mean, it's it's just hard, man. It's hard. And I try to embrace the mindset because I watched a lot of film of like the how it ran in real life and the coaching philosophies in real life. And, like, at Hawaii, bro, I think the eye-opening moment was me when he said – he sat back and kind of, you know, they charted their own plays to kind of see, like, any pattern that they were running. And 14 straight fourth-and-ones, they threw the ball. And they were like, you know, (laughs) they were like, okay, it's not a running offense. And then once you start getting to, like, the modern era, and they're like, we don't call a run play in the huddle. Like, everything is a pass, and if, we, if the quarterback it's decides check to down. check down to a run, then that's when we'll run the ball. And I was like, that's dope. But then the PML is just it's, it's a hard offense. But I was trying to take the challenge of, like, can I figure this out? You know what I mean? Like, well, I know you had a discount, can I figure yeah. this out?
2: Yeah, and, and, and we commend you for that. I mean, that's like, – like, I remember when I joined the league and you, were, you would use a different playbook every game. And I was like, yeah. this, this dude's crazy. <laughs> like why, why are you doing this? Like, and as I got to know you, yeah, I understood that like you know you you were more of having fun with it, trying to challenge yourself. And I respect the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's also like it's got to be tough because, like you said, like because you're so limited and you're playing ten minute quarters. You know, it, by the time you get to halftime and that third quarter when when you really need those like those those solid. You know, you have a third you and six. Yeah. Like, what, what, mm-hmm. are you, what are you going to run? What's your go-to play? And the thing is, is, like, like when, when you're in other leagues or you're in a head-to-head against someone, like, they, they might not be able to pick up on certain play calls yeah. quickly. But in PML, you know, you run something twice. <laughs> like, <laughs> they know it, bro. Three yeah. times, like, they're, they're going to know what to expect. And so it, it makes it a lot tougher, you know, to to be able to, uh, I mean, use it in general. Yeah. And um, with
1: the with the users as good as it as they are, and with the game not accounting for the user, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It makes it difficult to. Sometimes you second guess, and when you hesitate in this offense, it's it's <laughs> it's nothing good. Like I already told you, after three seconds, nothing good already is going to happen. So yeah, after yeah, you, you hesitate read once. Ready. Yeah, you hesitate once, and you have to have a accurate quarterback with throwing the pressure, with sense uh, pressure, like ideal, and all that good stuff, because there's a lot of times, the dude's open, I'm ready to throw, you hit the button, and he's off, and that's a pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so many tight windows that you gotta kind of get the ball in. Um, but it's a fun offense, like you said, it just can't, I don't think it's sustainable in a league at the competitive level that PML is at. But go play some rags, bro, head-to-head. Head. You're gonna put up crazy points you know what i mean like crazy points It's because by the time they they figure out oh i should run a pass commit every other play like the game's halfway over you know so yeah
2: so so you, you talked about quarterbacks and i kind of want to come back on on this subject Um uh, yeah. just more of, uh in real life compared to like play, just playing madden uh, yeah. do you need kind of that mobile quarterback because you said lamar you said yeah the homes that, that were able to move but like what about you know i know tom brady likes to um get the run going so he can he can run play action and you know they, they won't just commit to the pass but like what about a tom brady bucks or like even like a, a drew brees paying, saints who, team who, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. kind of those more pocket passers but but they're
1: so knowledgeable. of you know, you, their coverages. Yeah. Like, in in could, could um, you run that in real life? Can? I mean, they're so good they could probably run anything. You know what I mean? Um, right. Right. But would would you want that? You will want you don't have to have the most athletic quarterback in the world, but you need one that can run because literally the third option is a tuck and run. You know what I mean? Like he's not there, he's not there to run. Like it's typically yeah. like that, like, cause there's no play, really no, there's no play action, bro. Like, what are we play actioning for? They know we're not gonna handle the ball off. <laughs> so, a lot of the times it's, um, you know, you get a quarterback, and they did incorporate, you know, once um they brought it back to Hawaii in '18, they did incorporate way more QB reads, and in Madden, that's, you know, you have 22 run plays in the entire thing, you know, like 15 to 17, no lie, are, are halfback dives. You have like two outside runs a counter and then you have like two or three quarterback reads and that's like that's your run. That's your running game. You know what I mean? So, so I would I would always prefer to have a guy with a little bit of speed. He don't have to be crazy. You know what I mean? Um but some type of athletes, I mean Cole McDonald, uh, Colt Brennan, the two major quarterbacks that ran that offense in college, you know, they had a little bit of mobility. You know what I what, mean?
0: What what were the Raiders missing for you? Uh you tried to you tried to run it. And, you know, you could say, you a, I, I a thought percentage. we ran. I thought we were, for the most part, we were
1: set up pretty well. Our offensive line, can't, it sucks. Uh, so, but I was like, get rid of the ball quick. Um, yeah. Derek Carr is a solid quarterback in that system. Uh, so yeah. I don't, and you seen what the yards he did season one, I don't think that was really a problem. I, I felt I f- found my own way of kind of uh, coming up with my depth chart um mm-hmm. and c- because there's no tight end so kind of what i did and kind of what i found was best and i could talk about it now is like obviously i'm not running but somebody wants to go for it um i wanted my fastest playmaker in the slot because i felt yeah. that was kind of the guy who ran more of the post mm-hmm. more of the wheels and that would ended up being darnell moss um my number two guy was basically my my number two slot was my number two receiver essentially so I ended up putting uh, Waller there. So Waller played that spot for me in season one. Um uh, and that put him on the field, obviously, because now the game the game treats the slot one and two as your slot guy because there's no tight ends. And then your first receiver and then your first receiver left on the depth chart will be your number four. The number four was a throwaway position because half the time he's you're only throwing it to him if like he just wide open. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of routes ran to the outside receiver on the right. But then your number one receiver, which is Juju, needs to be your your catcher because he's not going to run deep or far, like mostly slants and one-on-ones and backside throws. You want him to be able to catch the ball. And that's kind of how I came up with that system in my head. And then going into season two, once I drafted Wandell, I moved, and this was a mistake, I moved uh, Waller out to the outside, that throwaway position that I basically told you about. Yeah. Um, And that's why his stats wasn't there he basically was in the throwaway position. I had, uh, Wondell and that's why I was so confident. Um, I think it could have been you I mean, I was like, he's going to get 80 catches. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care what he's going to get yeah. 80 he catches. Said, <laughs> well, I didn't care. Well,
2: and, and, and the thing is, when you say something like that, I, I'm, you know, it kind of forces me to be like, okay, he's, I, I'm not sure like how much of that is true. Cause you know, you look at that team, you got Darnell Moss, you got Waller, you got Renfro. Um, so it's like it's yeah. like where are those eighty catches gonna come from. Like like not saying that you couldn't so, do it, but like like me personally, like and I'm not a passing team by any means. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. made that very clear. Um but <laughs> like and and I, I don't personally pass a lot. Like if I pass more than twenty times a game, it's like it's usually it's not, not a, a good thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, and so, like for for me, I think my leading receiver last year had like sixty two to sixty five receptions. Like that was it. Yeah. So like, like my thing was like when you said that I was like a little bit like, I I don't know how like I, I get you pass <laughs> you might pass the ball a lot, but like with Moss with Waller, like I don't know how you get one down. So like 80, the thing
1: where the thing w- that I realized quickly is um. It's really not – because you got to remember, the offense was based around how do we utilize guys because we're not going to get the top receivers, right? So, right. It was really like, literally yeah. it's built around not having good receivers. How could we get them the ball? Um, right. So, I realized quickly playing the other leagues, and I started playing um, CPUs and things like that with this offense, it really doesn't matter who you're there. It's more position-based. So, I know my slot one was going to get the most targets. I knew my slot two was going to get the second most targets. I knew my receiver one was going to get the third. I knew my receiver four was going to get the fourth based off how I was playing it and how, you know, I just kind of threw it. Now, of course, certain games may change because I really did not care who I threw the ball to. And that was the truest thing. Like, I never was like, this is Darnell. Ma-. I did not care. Like, bro, like I had the read. If you were there, I'm throwing you the ball. It is what it is. I don't care who's there. So, playing in other leagues and kind of seeing, I was doing this with 85, 86 speed receivers. Uh, I played, He's like, bro, I don't like me neither, either. but I'm throwing it to him, it's open, <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> like, bro, it was a random yeah. dude, when the injury happened, he just came in and balled, and and that's when I started realizing, like, it's just the position, so, so I did not um, care, I did not care about who was at the Robert C. response, it was just more like, I know, based off the position, and how you play, and how, the, you know, the 10 minute quarters, that this dude's catches were going to, Add up, and even if you look at Wandale now, like he got 20 something catches, which is right up there with Darnell Moss. It's just you know how the system kind of works. You got to remember, I played one game without the offense on accident because yeah. I went too far, and picked the wrong playbook. But uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very systematic offense, and that's why a lot of it don't translate to the NFL when they put up great numbers in college, right? It's just because it's really plug and play, <laughs> it's really yeah. like
0: next man up, and you're going to get these stats. You know, so so, so D Lord, I got a, I got a question. So you're say you're you're the GM. You know you're running the run and shoot. Um, you're in, you're a PML GM. You're, you're running mm. the run and shoot. Uh, what is some of the things you're looking for in the draft? Uh, when when it comes to offense, like you could say uh, some quick things like, uh, throwing the pressure, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, in each position, what are you looking for for your offense in the draft? And then also, uh, when you're doing a tribute request. Because we have a tribute yeah, request yeah. in PML. What are you um, uh, putting most of your content points into, as far as I, what I'll position and all so...
1: positions?
0: Yeah, um, quarterback is the hardest because you want a
1: guy with a, with you know they say you need crazy throw power, which I could see, I could see. I just felt like it didn't really. I was doing good. You with could Matt get riding. away with it. Yeah, a, I was a, I was getting away. So I feel like accuracy and throwing the pressure are your most important because you don't want to miss. A lot of the windows yeah. so close, you just don't want to miss it. Um, so I feel like that's most important for there at running back. All right. So in real life, they, they call their backs, super backs. Um, so they're typically, they're, they're,
2: they're full backs, right?
1: Yeah. They're basically, bro. If you watch them, they're like 250 pounds. Yeah, like just so, crazy so, so it's big.
2: A, it, it's essentially a <laughs> sixth line. Memory.
1: Pretty much because like they're, they're, fly, they're not running outside zone. So if we do decide yeah. to run it, it's because it's a light box. And now is your linebacker against this 250-pound guy who we only need to get us five yards. So, like, that's it. And pass block and basically pass block. So, you've seen I put a lot of points into Josh Jacobs' pass blocking because I'm like, all right, you, I don't even need you running routes, theoretically. Now, yeah. I switched it up at the end with Kareem Hunt, and I was like, maybe I could utilize him more as a receiver. But I was putting in content points into pass blocking mm-hmm. because I wasn't even – a lot of times with the pressure and PML, I wasn't sending my running back out for a route anyway. Uh, so just be an extra blocker um, for wide receivers, bro. It's all about speed catching traffic because you're not aggressive catch. All, bro, you're not going up over nobody. To catch the ball. You're only throwing the ball if he's open to begin with. You know what I mean? So catching traffic is important because you don't want to catch him to get hit in the drop. It, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then, bro, just it, it really don't matter. It's a systematic offense. Like I feel like you could do work with any receiver in the running street. If I'm being 100% real, that's why I was so confident with Wanda. And then linemen, pass blocking. And I was okay with having a, and this bite me now, especially when I switched and I ran the other offense on accident. I have a bunch of linemen that can't run block. I have a bunch of linemen that can't do anything, but they have solid pass block. I did not care if you were a 48 overall. If you were the better pass blocker, you were playing. Because I knew I was just throwing the ball. You know what I mean? And a lot of times when you run the ball, you don't need your guys to really block. Just like make contact and then let go because you're running against light boxes. You know what I mean? So you will just inherently get yards (laughs) just because there's nobody there to tackle you. You know what I mean? So and that was the only time you really ran. Now, PML, you're forced to run the ball 10 times, which is always a problem because I'm like, all right, like I will get my pass mode. I'm like, fuck, I got to run the ball. And that will stall a lot of drives because you rather just an incomplete pass in this offense than you know you losing yards or anything like that. So um, that's how I will. That's how I built it, and I felt like I had solid success. I just couldn't close games um, with the offense. I, I mean, it felt like it was so, working
2: decent. So, so with you know, with limited running ability, like how hard is it? You know, once you once that field kind of gets. Um, you have less field to work with. Yeah. You're working in that red zone.
1: Yeah, goal to you goal know, you, and all that you, stuff.
2: Yeah do do you try to rely on the running back a little bit more to like yeah. at least give you a, a another option? Or
1: That's like, when the are power. You, are back you
2: trying to be run? In. Are you trying to run dives more? Of, or, yeah. Or it, it, what do you once once I got out? to
1: once I got to goal to goal situations, it became how could we try to run the ball? Um, just because. I mean, I could throw the ball as well. It just—it kind of depends. I would so I would try to play. How can I try to run the ball? Um, because at that point, most people would try to play the pass, and I had the power back to kind of fall forward. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. for me, it wasn't even dives. It was draws mm-hmm. for me that was the most effective because you instilled pass so much, right? Like going down the field, that you know, in the game, yeah, of course, it gives it away with the drawn-out snap animations. But when people kind of right. see like that zoom out camera, they kind of just go back in the pass mode. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, I will get those touchdowns because they will drop back and then you know by the time they come back, Jacobs with 94 break tackle and 95 trucking is running straight at you. You know what I mean? And I'm going to just flick the stick forward and fall forward and get in the end zone. Um, but it does get tough when you know they're in the box. And sometimes you get the quick throws and the quick throws will work. And then the risk reward with that is a lot of times you throw the quick throws. If you if you're wrong on your read, it's a pick. You know what I mean. So it, yeah. it it gets very uh it gets very stressful. And like you're better off being from the ten or eleven yard line. Like I I was more comfortable like taking a sack on the first and goal
2: to lose yards. Four or five or yeah, six. than being like right there. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Like. Like that's that's the thing is is you always it's always nice to have that like little extra room it, or, or else you're kind of just you you kind of just screwed when like you got eleven dudes so, in the, the end zone.
0: So, yeah. so I, I when you were talking about the running back and you you brought up that it, it was more of a pass blocker and. You know, you didn't need much out of the running back. You just need him to be like a, a power back and more of a pass blocker. Uh, I took a look around the league to see who were the, some of the best back, pass blocking backs in the league. And I got a list of the best pass block pass blocking back in the whole league is Kerryon Johnson. Kerryon really? Johnson has 70 pass block as a running wow. back. And that's the best so he, one
2: is 70?
0: Yep, that is the I mean, best. I guess that's
2: pretty high.
1: That's high cuz I put points high. I put points in the Jake. Like I think I maxed out his uh pass
0: blocking. Like So you if you was. were if you were you have you have one right now. You brought in you actually brought in somebody that is a good fit. You brought in uh Drake who's in the top towards pass blocking. I don't know what his pass block is, but he's not he's not the best, but he's up there in pass blocking. Um he has 65 exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like, there's there's six there's uh seven running backs with 65 plus uh pass block right now. Mark Ingram, Can, uh Connor Hayward, uh Carryon Johnson who has 70, Kenyon Drake, Zeke Elliott, Nick Chubb, and <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey. And these um, McCaffrey? This, it, McCaffrey has man, great JT, man.
1: I wanted McCaffrey so bad too.
0: <laughs> He's got uh so Christian McCaffrey has 67 pass blocking. Ooh, that's not.
2: You want Christian McCaffrey just so you can set him to pass? Fucking... pass blocking. <laughs> and then if, I him, if, I him, if I needed him,
1: if I needed him to run a route, he could. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't bad. Like a lot of the, um, like I said, a lot of it was just it's it's very scheme. It's very systematic. So a lot of it just kind of plug and play. As long as you get somebody solid. You know what I mean? Um, I think you're okay. Like I said, I think the the main thing is just the closing of games. And your defense uh, is going to give up points because it's either you score quick or you get the ball up quick and then your defense is on the field. Like if you look at my – so, like, I laugh, and obviously you'll go along with the the jokes of the defense. But if you look at the time of possessions of my games, especially, like, last year when I was really trying to figure it out. Oh, you probably – It was, like – sometimes it was, like, 28 to 12 – like it was just wild, bro. Like, we just didn't have the ball, you He's know what I mean? They're like, Why my defense so bad, sir? <laughs> like, why are we giving ball? up 400 yards, but they ran way more plays than you?
0: <laughs> and you like, Oh, that, so, that could make sense. Uh, so, I uh, just to cap it all off, um, run and shoot, how would you rate it as a Madden scheme? Like, what one through 10, you got to rate the run and shoot as a Madden scheme. What is the number you given it?
1: Um, I'll give it a strong seven or eight if you're just playing a one-off game.
0: Um, nope, I'm and, saying PML. And, and PML. PML. This is all PML related, so it's only PML. So yeah, um, when you I it would. I would give it like a five, bro. It's definitely an F.
1: I mean, just because like you could put up points so quick potentially, um, but it's so one-dimensional that. You can't yeah. tell me people I've played. I, I don't have know this for a fact, but I would assume, at least hope so. Just pass committed all game, and then, um, right. yeah, and then just like if you're going to beat me by running, go ahead because you can't. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So, and then in the fourth quarters, I mean, it's in the fourth quarter it's so hard to close. And how many times I've thrown at least three or four picks at the end of the game to lose the game? I had a strip second against uh, Washington to lose the game. Like it's just so much stuff because you got to throw the ball, you know what I mean. So, I I, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're like me, just really want a, a crazy challenge, you know what I mean. But like to mm-hmm. win games and be competitive in PML is not it. So we're gonna
2: ahead with me real quick. Hey, did you say if you if you try to run the ball, you're not gonna win against you?
1: No, like if you're like if you have the run and shoot as your offense and like the defense, like I'm gonna let you like beat me by running the ball, we're gonna just sit here and take away the pass. You're not really gonna win games by running the ball in the run and shoot.
2: Uh, Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. I I was about to say, well, we'll see because I'll see. Oh, yeah, no, 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 we're not talking about my (laughs) defense, bro. I'm talking about like, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
1: sir, sir. Yeah, yeah, sir. So
2: hold hold
1: you know. up. No, we'll find out, but no, yeah, we'll,
2: we'll find out. Real quick. So
1: uh, no, we're if gonna you do, run the run and shoot, you're not going to beat somebody running the ball. So, so to, to wrap play.
0: up, to wrap up every show, we're going to do something a little fun. Um, what, what PML? Uh, keep it strictly PML. Uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna pick one team. Um, you know, we'll probably go in order by division, but we'll pick one team, and uh, I want to get your input. Based on the way the roster is now, uh, what kind of, what type of offense you you'd run, and maybe what type of defense you run as far as scheme.
2: Okay.
0: you, you guys so up for that?
2: one team per per division, or oh, one like, team
0: in all? Teams? No, no, no. We're just doing one team at every at the end of every, every, every episode. So it'll take thirty two okay. episodes okay. for us to do thirty two teams. You know I like what I mean? That. Like it's not. I like it.
2: I like it. I like it.
0: So uh, let's start. We'll start with the Buffalo Bills. So you're you're the user for the Buffalo Bills the way they are now with DK with Stefan Diggs, uh, Josh Allen what they have right now in PML you have to pick a you're taking over starting tomorrow you have to pick an offensive scheme and a defensive scheme uh, for this team D Lloyd what are you going to and what why are you going to that? Uh, I'm
1: going vertical you gotta get you had have, have vertical offense with that team so a spread vertical type of offense um because you have josh allen that can get you some qb reads he can't give you those scrambles obviously running is only there if they give it up to you but that's not your main yep. thing but you can't you hurt them in it. that game you have the crazy throw power you have a 96 speed um uh, dk yes the phone digs that could go get it um
0: Is the run and shoot uh, option in this because it looks like it looks like a run and shoot? They have a they have an offense for
1: it. You literally have the a offense for it. Like it'll be a great offense for. it. Matter of fact, you could probably replace the Dolphins with the Bills. I mean, you have a team that definitely is built for it. Um, Like I said, you're just running the problems in those close games. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I will spread it out. I will still have some type of threat of a run game. Because uh, you do have Breeder mm-hmm. back there with like 95 speed or whatever it is, so um, I will still run the ball a little bit, but I'm definitely spreading them out and and I'm taking deep shots, bro.
0: Uh, Wimmy, what are you yeah. running in this offense?
2: I mean, I'm I'm running the spread. I mean, I, I agree. I think I think you have to get those those wide receivers in space. I mean, and and, and you got to play fast. I mean, we we've seen, um, you know we've seen KMFO use the bills last season with that hurry up. It was almost like that. It it kind of reminded me of that, like Chip Kelly offense a little bit where, you know, he he's going, he's going, he's going. And if you don't make adjustment and make it quick, I mean, you're going to give up 50 yards before you even know what happened. So it's like, I think, I think that was one of the advantages that, that he had was that, you know, he was able to, you know, move pretty quickly through reads, through progressions, uh, through what he wanted to do. And, you know, with yeah. that team with DK and Stefan Diggs, um, I, I think it's just, I think that team's a, a spread team, especially with Josh Allen and Dawson Knox as well. I mean, you, you have too many weapons on that Wait. sideline. So I, I think you and I think you just you play fast and hope that the defense can't catch up.
0: This is – uh so the Bills, that's for the Bills now. Now let's say it's the beginning of the cycle and you got what the Bills have in the NFL cu- currently. Are you still running that spread or it, does, I, it, does it change a little bit because you don't have DK and you don't have some of these, these other pieces I, that's on the I,
2: I still think you do. I mean, if you look at that receiving core um, – Yeah. yeah they, they have Emmanuel Sanders too. They have
0: Sanders. They have, too, they have, Sanders,
2: they have Beasley. Like, yeah. They still have digs. Josh, Josh Allen has one of the, the biggest arms in the NFL, so he can essentially make any throw. And, mm-hmm. but, but at the same time, like, look at how much they run the ball. Like, I think I think the other – they had a – I don't know what week it was. It might have been like 14, um, mm-hmm. 14 or 15. They had a game. It was against the Bucks. In the first half, uh, they had one rush with the running back. And it was on a fake punt, so it's <laughs> like, it, it's like any any rush they had was with Josh Allen, and it was either a scramble or a designed run, and everything else was throwing the ball. So I mean, yeah. the other thing is, is like a perfect offense
0: for the run and shoot.
2: Right, right. That, that's what I was gonna say. I think you put that team in the run and shoot because you know they're they're not really, you know, they they're never really relying on the run. They're just you know. passing the ball and saying, "Can you stop us?"
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then running with the quarterback when they want with read options yeah. and uh, designed quarterback runs. So it's honestly, like, the perfect run-and-shoot team, if we're being honest. It's the perfect run-and-shoot team. And maybe it doesn't have that running back that could pass block as much, uh, but it is the perfect run-and-shoot team, in in my opinion. Um. So uh, that's the offense. Now going to the defense. Um. You know, you got Ed Oliver – uh, you got uh, Jerry Hughes, AJ Espinessa, uh, S uh, PJ Hall um, on the defensive line. You, you take a look at this team. Uh, are you, first off, are you running a 4-3, three, a 3-4? Three, uh, and also, what what type of scheme might you run, uh, knowing that you have somebody like Trey White on, on the outside? What type of scheme might you run on that defense? Um, I know it's a little tough with defense yeah. because it's well- limited.
1: I think you're definitely running a 4-3. I mean, you could ask for like a little bit better of a second defense tackle and things like that. But, um, yeah. I mean, you look at your linebacker, you don't really have any pass rush, anybody that could get after it. I'm just yeah. looking at their depth chart at the linebacker. Yeah, they really
0: don't. So, um, I mean, uh, Shaquem Griffin, he's high speed. I mean, he's got 72 finesse move. Like, that's actually not bad for, yeah. you know, somebody that that would rush the pass. you really high speed, decent fin- – the finesse move at 72 is a little low, but it's, it's somebody that could that play better. That is better, better than his zone coverage at 58. Yeah. 58.
1: So, 58. I mean, <laughs> his zone coverage definitely isn't there. Or man coverage definitely isn't there. But, yeah. I mean, I still feel like, you know, if I'm in there, bro, I'm, even with the speed, like, I'm playing – I don't know who he starts. I'm playing this Kevin Pierre-Lewis guy over Griffin – um, I think yeah. he's more of a 4-3 guy. I'm playing Tremaine Edmonds, obviously, um, in the middle. And then Matt Milano, bro. I think you have guys there. Um, so I definitely think you go 4-3. Um, and then kind of with the shell of it, I'm kind of looking at the cornerbacks now. You can't. He has a team that can man up with that speed. Um you manning
0: up with the team.
1: Same- you can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you can yeah, really, I, you really can. Like, Tredavious White, 92 speed, 96 man coverage. Uh, Jason Verrett, 91 speed, uh, 80 man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. I mean, what, what is
2: it? Well, well the other thing is, yeah, Micah Hyde, and the You got the safety. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. They both have safety.
1: eighty, eighty-one 81 and 82 man coverage at the safety
0: positions. And I you mean, think- yeah looking at it too that you're you're kind of playing a, a a big nickel type of defense like as your base because you have three safeties and you got somebody like Jordan Poyer who uh who could come into you the box you can bring him in the box and put Davis yeah. out as as a yeah. safety yeah. I mean, well, so and, you, you and,
1: could get you could get nasty with that, man. Like, if you want to get creative yeah, and and maybe get, formation subs and, and all that, bro,
0: he he struggles with defense too, which is which is funny because this is a, a defense you could get you can get busy with. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. solid, <laughs> and, solid. And, man.
2: And I don't, I don't mean to piggyback off Deloitte's, uh what Deloitte said, but I think he's right. I mean, I, I think it's it's a four three. Uh, yeah. You don't really have that second middle linebacker, and, like you could obviously, I think I think Bubba might have gotten one in the draft. So like in PML, I think he may be running a three four. But with with, with the Bills now, I mean, I, I think I think four three is probably better. Um, you you've got yeah, like you said Edmonds. But then you also have a great defensive line. Um, Jerry Hughes is on that line. Oliver, um, I do think that like you kind of, you, you, like you all said, you can kind of play aggressive where you know if you want to bring in, you know, we, we see we see uh, play close to the line at times, and and he kind of assumes that that Jamal Adams esque role where he's He's just another, like, really fast, big linebacker at times. He, he may not be as good, but, like, you, you can definitely see the similarities of just being kind of that, uh, that aggressive defense that they have because they have talent all over the, that side of the field.
0: So, uh, yeah, taking a look at the Bills, like you got to run a four three, and a few things. When it comes to four three three four, a few things I look at is the strength on the interior line, and just taking a look, he really doesn't have the necessary pieces to run a three four. A he, he, I guess you have a true nose. I think PJ Hall could be a true nose. He has the strength to play inside. Uh, but you look at Jerry Hughes. He's not very strong. He's more of a, a edge player, uh, in either three four or four three. Uh, but he he wouldn't be able to drop drop back in coverage. He's only got eighty one speed. He doesn't have that zone coverage. He doesn't have that man coverage to go with it to play in a three four. So you know, because in the three four, you never know if you're dropping back or if you're you're rushing the quarterback. So, uh, Jerry Hughes is not a good three four outside linebacker, and he doesn't have the strength to play inside. So. It's definitely a four-three. Just just taking a look at what he has as uh, you know at his disposal. um But as far as the defensive backfield, it's it's a great defensive backfield to work with. And that big nickel could definitely be a base base defense, or even a nickel situation where you sub in uh, that slot corner. You sub in somebody like Jordan Poyer at, at, at slot corner and bring him inside and kind of user him a little bit. So. Um, I think you could definitely get busy with that defense, but one of the one of the things I just wanted to bring up when you're thinking four three or three four, uh, look at the strength. Um, I, I like to have a lot of strength on the interior because that even if they don't come off a block, winning that line of scrimmage is definitely something you want to you want to do. So even if they're not able to, they don't have a lot of block shed. Being able to push that offensive line back could disrupt the run just as much as anything else so uh that's one of the things i look for i don't know if that's the same thing you guys look for in the three four
1: yeah uh yeah pretty much i mean <laughs> nah, i think you pretty much said what you and look oliver for, is at a, yeah and, and, and oliver
0: is a perfect end for a three four like he is he, he's athletic he's got the strength to play inside yeah he's in the three well, he four, he, can, he can do both he, yeah, he's, can, he's he can a play role.
2: that. He can play that D tackle, Aaron Donald like position, where he can rush mm-hmm. off the end. Like he, the he's versatile. Yeah. He's not. He's though. not a nose. He's not a. He's nose, not a nose. No, exactly. he's not a nose. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's so. not a
0: nose. He's definitely not a nose. Um, but I just wanted to jump into that a little bit. Yeah, shoot, um, he
1: ain't on the field a lot either. This dude got seventy eight stamina, bro. He giving you two hard plays <laughs> and he tired, bro. <laughs> He, he might not be a three down you know, lineman, bro. With this, he's stand. not even a
0: three. <laughs> not even a three down lineman. Uh, um, but you know, just want to deep some, dive into it. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're uh you're the owner. Uh, last thing before we head out, you're an owner, uh, for for this team. What's one thing that this team might be missing, uh, to to make it perfect, or do you think this team is already really good to begin with, and doesn't need much, or do you think there's a big hole that they need to fill?
1: I mean, maybe outside linebacker help. Um, I mean, yeah, Milano, who's solid, he's 28. Um, so you're, addressing, yeah, you're addressing, yeah, you're addressing defense. defense. I'm addressing defense. I think the offense is fine. Like, I'm looking at, like if you had to make a splash free freeze or use like a first or second round pick, and that's kind of what I'm looking at, like my example. But Shaquem Griffin and pierre lewis i mean they're older i don't think they're really the answers so i mean griffin maybe because of the speed just Mm. alone but like i think you get a better linebacker so yeah i'm I'm addressing the the outside linebacker group um and maybe if it's a a top tier D end, you know what I mean. I wouldn't mind that neither. but definitely on defense. Offense, I think you're good. Besides a back, get a backup quarterback, cause you are you are screwed if
0: Allen goes down, bro. <laughs> Jack Kelly's <laughs> waiting there. Um, I I I'm I'm just because my opinion is different. I don't know if, uh, woman, you have the same opinion, or is there something else you addressing?
2: I mean, I I of get that that nickel cornerback uh, personally. I'm I'm more of a. I, I'm more of a secondary uh yeah. guy so like you know I don't know how great you know Levi Wallace, Taryn Johnson are. You know we 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 know the um Chase White is he uh, playing, uh, he, the he's, player, he's player. plenty elite the yeah, he but, no but, it, <laughs> but but if you can if you can find a really good cornerback two or cornerback three that, that you can really uh, rely on and, and not give up any of those the, those because like think think about who who you're playing like in, in that division you, you how do you, how do you guard you know Will Fuller uh, Jalen Waddle and you know you got Gesicki on that team uh, Devontae Parker so like you have like you, you have some of these teams where they have. Like three levels of elite wide receivers, and so if you're going to compete in that AFC, like how do you how do you do that? How do you guard, you know, Kelsey, Tyreek Kill, uh, Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson? Like, like there's there's some there's some some of those teams have depth at wide receiver. So you, I, I would personally look at that that third cornerback lot, especially with how the NFL is going to this more pass heavy offense. Uh, basically
1: nickel is your
0: base defense now right, yeah right so i'm uh i'm actually going to the offensive side of the ball but it's on the line i'm going for a tackle i think i think having a little more protection for josh allen um would be good for this offense right now his best blocker right now is Deion dawkins his best pass blocker having somebody on that other edge that right tackle that could pass block for uh Josh Allen, I think, would be a, a good addition to this team.
1: So are you um, looking more pass block? Or are you looking a balance guy? Or I know you're not. No, 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 block pass, here, pass,
0: but, pass block, pass block. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that's pretty much gonna do it for us today. Um. Anything you wanted to add before we head out? No, I think it was a good show. Yeah, good show. Uh, we broke down the bills. Uh, we'll pick a new team. Maybe somebody su- can suggest the team for next time. Uh, maybe we'll have a vote. Uh, maybe I'll start a, uh, Scheming It Up Twitter, and we'll have a vote on which team we should tackle next. Um, But that's pretty much going to do it for us today. Everybody have a great day, and we will see you next week on Scheming It Up.